After two years of my stint working in U.S. real estate, I have made a decision to start my own commercial real estate investment firm in India. And the first thing that came to my mind was have a apples to apples comparison between U.S. and Indian commercial real estate. So in this podcast, we will explore both countries' commercial real estate apples to apples look, things like cap rates, strategies, lease structures, interest rates, returns profile, and both countries' economies and their outlook. Just to throw some numbers, Indian commercial real estate market cap estimated to be around 200 billion in 2021 and expected to reach $1 trillion market size by 2030, while US on the other hand is estimated to be anywhere from uh, 14 to 17 trillion as of 2018 reports. But speaking of today, it would have been easily uh, reached the market cap of uh, $20 trillion. Cap rates. Cap rates are the first and foremost metric that most investors look for when they got presented with an opportunity. After the 2008 financial crisis, cap rates for the office sector in US primary markets have stayed below 5% and pretty much same for industrial as well. This is where it gets interesting for India. Cap rates for grade A office spaces, industrial and retail sectors in primary markets or tier 1 cities have been anywhere from 7 to 9% almost double compared to all Asia-Pacific regions and the US. One thing to note that cap rates are expressed on unlevered basis, meaning the debt is not taken into consideration. The other side of the coin to look at is cost of borrowing money to leverage in that country. We covered interest rates in uh, another section of this podcast. Commercial lease structures. So commercial leases are typically long-term in nature, ranging from 5 to 15 years. In India, commercial leases have a 3 or 5 year locking period with generally like 9 to 15 year lease term and the option to renew. In terms of how the lease is structured, both US and India follow the same type of lease structures such as triple net, full service gross and modified gross lease. In a triple net lease, tenant reimburses full expenses to landlords such as taxes, common area maintenance or CAM and insurance. In a full service gross lease, landlord is responsible for all expenses. And in a modified gross lease, landlord on tenant is responsible for part of the agreed expenses, which is a hybrid of triple net and full service gross. Let's talk about strategies. From an institutional investor standpoint, there are only four strategies that exist across the globe. You got your core, core plus, value add, and opportunistic. As we progress from one end to another, risk and reward increases for these strategies. US markets are far more democratized. All types of capital chasing, all risk profiles, ranging from retail investors, syndicators, to institutional capital. And in India, Core and Core Plus are definitely sought-after products, but the scope gets limited for value-add and distressed properties. Just because of the sophistication of these local markets, lack of data transparency, and not having access to the right networks, this could also mean an opportunity for Indian real estate entrepreneurs. 
let's talk about interest rates so we discussed cap rates earlier it is more important to talk about debt and cost of borrowing money for us real estate the cost of debt is based on two things one is the 10 year treasury bond yield rate which is a benchmark rate for all loans plus the risk premium for lending to real estate for the last decade the uh, t10 bond yield has been 3% and below based on economic conditions and lenders usually allocate risk premium based on their guidelines property type borrower profile etc hypothetically let's assume this risk premium is 2% now your overall interest rate is 5% 3% benchmark rate plus the uh, 2% risk premium For Indian commercial real estate, the interest rates ranges anywhere from 8 to 11%. From a borrower standpoint, there is a concept called positive versus negative leverage. What it means is your cap rate should be higher than the cost of borrowing money, which puts you in a positive territory. But if you look at both countries' cap rates versus interest rates, cap rates have been below interest rates. You could ask that will that make a negative leverage scenario simple answer to that question is it may be or it may be not because your loan payments stay constant throughout the loan term while your NOI increases yearly or periodically i'm just trying to point out that for both countries cap rates have been lower than cost of borrowing money we touched on different strategies earlier so let's look at the returns profile for these strategies in both countries in us for core it has been anywhere from 5 to 10% annual return and for core plus it's been 8 to 10% for value add it's 11 to 15% or higher and for opportunistic it's either close to 20% or higher and for indian real estate definitely has a higher potential of 100 to 300 basis points or maybe higher across all strategies and local expertise is far more important in indian real estate than in the us just because of how private sophisticated these local markets are and the lack of data transparency let's talk about both countries economies and their outlook united states is a highly developed country with a nominal gdp of 22.79 trillion and 30 trillion gdp based on purchase power parity or ppp if you don't know what's uh, ppp is it just takes into account the relative cost of local goods services and inflation rates and general cost of living in that country comparing that with the other countries india is a developing or emerging economy with a nominal gdp of 3.53 trillion dollars or 11.75 trillions gdp based on purchase power parity while us ranks uh, number 1 in both nominal gdp and gdp ppp india on the other hand ranks fifth and third respectively from an investor's view us real estate is less risky compared to indian real estate and also note that emerging markets provide higher growth potential than stabilized economies with a global economy on downturn Indian real estate still has greater potential for growth in the coming decades with strong internal growth and many other factors. Last but not least, due diligence. Due diligence aspect of buying and selling real estate is the same in both countries. 
there might be some added complexities by the local governments but pretty much everything remains the same from physical technical and financial aspects